Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right, let's get right back into it. Adrian Batra, Carly Nation, David Wills here on The Oakley Show. By the way, uh, a certain topic worthy of consideration right now is the weather, and we're expecting somewhere between 5 to 10 centimeters in Toronto proper outside in Durham up to 20 centimeters. There's been a weather advisory. Uh, next hour, we'll speak to Anthony Farnell, chief meteorologist with Global News, and he'll fill us in what we can anticipate in the next 12 to 24 hours. You know, I'm just curious, as I send it around the horn uh, very quickly, do you think, you see, invariably, we have people who just, the first snowfall, they go into, you know, a brain freeze. Do we need a winter driving certificate in this country, Carlene? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because people don't know how to skid when they're <laughs> skidding on ice. They don't know what to do. They freeze up. You, I think uh, seniors as well, over 75 years old, you should get tested every year. A lot of young people who are driving right now have no clue what they're doing. So, yeah, absolutely. After, after a couple of years, yeah, you should be retested. But everybody should be tested on how to drive on icy roads. They don't know how to do it. All right. So if you want to drive after, say, November 15th, you need a winter driving certificate. Yeah, you do. Under Carly Nation's uh, sure. rules, absolutely. You and could I'm, be premier. I'm you know, visually I'm, impaired. I can't drive anymore. <laughs> Nobody will give me a driver's or license or insurance to save my life. Oh, dear. So, well, uh, sounds like big government to me. It, I don't know. It is, um, That's such an NDP thing. Know, you should be all in favor. She stole it from me. It's a valid Valid point, though, because um, kudos to my amazing Uber driver, Wahidula, who got me here on time, efficiently, safely. He knew how to drive in this weather, but you should, I mean, this was the conversation we just had. Yeah. The first, like, snowflake falls on the ground, mm. and people are just like, oh, I don't know how to drive anymore. Come on, you're in Canada. Get it together, people. Should be, and uh, yet we make this big assumption. We take a leap of faith that everybody's going to know how to go <laughs> traverse the roads with the snow, and whether or not the Salters and Sanders have been out is another question. Because you know, uh, there it won't been... be. <laughs> well, no, you know, this might also play into cutbacks provincially. I'd hate to say it, but uh, and I'm only speculating. But you know, the fall economic statement that came out today. Uh, the economic outlook and fiscal review, where the government said we don't have. Uh, a revenue problem, we have a spending problem. And so uh, I'm going to ask you if you believe when Vic Fideli uh, proposed some some things like uh, saving employers $1.4 billion in 2019, you know, they've uh, gone after the low-income individuals, but they're giving them a tax credit up to $30,000. If you make 30, you're not going to pay any tax. David Wills, that must uh, be a good thing from your perspective as a, you know, member on the left. Well, I, I think the higher wage is the better thing. And in the economic math, if you actually do math, proves it. If you put more wages in the pocket as opposed to the tax less, because the thing about raising the, the, the minimum tax is that we all benefit from that. Whether you make 100000 200000 10 million, everybody makes the same as the, per, the savings as the person for 30000 So it's not, it's a blunt instrument. 
and I think you can you can direct the thing. People who are making under thirty, any savings they have, they will spend in the economy, hundred percent guaranteed. It's good for everybody. It's a bit of a blunt instrument. That's why the left doesn't look at that. I also I find it interesting when you say, oh, we're saving one point four billion in money that hasn't been spent or contemplated in the future, mm-hmm. isn't a savings, right? Like, you can't take that off the deficit number. You can't add it to your math. It's two separate things. Okay, but the psychology is such that small business might say, okay, we're not hampered by having to pay more and the two uh, days, vacation days to pay. Uh, this might allow us to maybe hire that one other person or stay afloat. I, you know, we'll, we'll be solvent. Isn't think, that a bonus? No, I think they're talking to different businesses. I, I own a small business, 40 people. Our, the lowest paid person at our office makes way more than 14 bucks because we couldn't hire people to do that. So I think that you know the, this idea that somehow you're going to create more jobs if you save businesses money, they don't just they're you know they're not going out and not hiring because they pay too much tax. They hire when they have the business to support it. And if you have people who make more, this is the whole Henry Ford argument. If you pay your workers enough to buy your product, they'll buy they'll sell more products to these people, and your business will do better. And that's sort of the economic argument that's coming that way. But, you know, to, to claim it as a savings is a little dubious because, you know, it's just not proven. All right. Well, it sounds to me like a circular argument. But, Adrian, I'll mm-hmm. ask you, if people, uh, business people, feel that there's been uh, regulation and red tape lifted from them, mm-hmm. uh, wouldn't that be a boon to the province and to employees as well? Of course. I mean, that's the whole point in reducing red tape. And um, this government has said um, continuously that they want to ensure that they make things easier for the for the business community to... I mean, heck, we even saw the Premier unveil the open for business sign. I but mean, there's what, What's all one of those piece things. of red tape that's been cut? Well, I, I mean, there's, there's one, going one to be... like One piece. There's This government has been there for a coffee break, for heaven's sake. There's 15 years of BS that they have to unwind. They today said they saved half a billion dollars. Where's the one piece of red tape? They've talked about it every day. That the, they've cut red tape. I the, just want to know one piece. The issue with the minimum wage was that it was rammed through so quickly. Many businesses didn't have a chance to uh, be able to cope with this massive expense. Businesses cut back on hours. They all raised prices. Have y'all been into the supermarket? See, everything has gone up. So, yeah, the high, I, I support the minimum wage, but not the way it was rammed through by the Kathleen Wynne Liberal government, uh, who did it primarily just to make themselves look good leading into the election. So you can't do in, in, uh, introduce policies such as that at, uh, as a political ploy to try to make yourself look good. So the, the, the Ford government is saying, yes, by 2020, yes, it'll go up to $15. I think that's reasonable. Yeah, rate of it, inflation. Gives, it gives businesses a chance to catch their breath and deal with the rising cost of, of the minimum wage. It's a cost, and so they're passing that cost back on to that, all of us. That's not entirely true. They're going to freeze it till 2020 and then tie it to the rate of inflation. So it's going to take a long time to get to 15 bucks. Well, they say six years. I'll answer your question in a moment, David. You know, uh, red tape regulation that has been lifted. We'll come back and discuss that as another topic worthy of discussion for Pizzaville with our panel, David Wills, Adrian Batra, Carly Nation, on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.